This is a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. Go to allthews.3cr.org.au. 3CR would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nations, true owners, caretakers and custodians of the land from which we broadcast. 3CR pays respect to elders past and present of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their unceded sovereignty. CCR Breakfast. Alternative news, analysis and current affairs. Monday to Friday, 7am to 8.30am. Good morning everyone and welcome to 3CR Breakfast. Today is Tuesday the 20th. Of December? Sure is. Wow. And it's 7am. My name is Fung and in the studio we've got Jasmine, Carnegie and Ivka. Good morning everyone. Morning. Morning. Hello. Happy last live show for 2022. Crazy. I did have to, I needed that validation from you Ivka of like, it is the 20th of December, (laughs) right? That seems so wild already. How is everyone this beautiful morning? Well... Yeah, good, good. The sun is glorious. <laughs> the sun yeah, is so nice. Nice. Um, I rode my bike this morning. Oh, oh, very nice. It was, it was really lovely. And um, I felt like a tourist in my own city, like, stopping along the way, like, wow, let me take a photo of that. Like, <gasps> hot air balloons this morning. Just <laughs> taking photos, taking photos. I'm so glad other people feel like that. I feel like that's so often in Melbourne. Yeah, and then you just look at your phone and you're like, it's just yeah. all photos <laughs> yeah. of the sky. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we have a pretty special show today. It's a music special. Um, we'll be revisiting some of our favourite music interviews and also chatting to some local artists. Jasmine, do you want to quickly tell us who we'll be um, listening to this morning? Yeah. Um so we're going to be listening to a range of artists. So um, we're going to be replaying um, an interview I did with First Nations singer and songwriter Alara. Yeah, amazing. Um, and then we might actually just have a chat about our favourite gigs this year because I feel like a lot of us went to yeah. quite a few performances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's been so long, I feel like it's important. Go over the highlights. <laughs> yeah, you want to revisit those special exactly. memories. Yeah. Um, and then we're really excited to uh, speak to Emily and Poppy from the Cherry Reds. Uh, they performed at 3CR Music Feast a couple of months ago. So we're really excited to chat with them at around 7.45. And then around 8, we're going to have an in-studio guest, um, Sophie Jest from a local punk band called Rub, um, talking to us about... All things punk from a feminist lens. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, throughout the show we'll be playing our favourite tracks from 2022, um, music from artists that we all went and saw this year. So stay tuned for a fun, magical show. Uh, We'll be back with the news headlines right after this. (laughs) 
The Milky Way looks good in the night skies. The stars open a shirt from my dark eyes. Hey, I'm Lady Lash. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, the voice of the set. 3CR is so awesome, giving the platform for people's voices to be heard and people's gifts to be heard. And always remember that you are amazing. I'm dreaming of the seven moons. Oh, I see what's new. Welcome back to 3CR Breakfast. Here are the news headlines for this week. The Australian Institute of Criminology has released their annual report revealing there were 106 deaths in custody between July 2021 and June 2022, with the number of Indigenous people who died in custody rising to 516 since the 31 years since the Royal Commission. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people make up 3% of the population but comprise of 32% of the average daily Australian prisoner population, the report stated. Australia's largest study of women's birth experiences has found that mothers felt bullied, coerced or treated without empathy, including being ignored when they were crying or screaming for procedures such as internal examinations to stop or pause. More than 1 in 10 women interviewed for the study reported they were made to feel violated, powerless or dehumanised while giving birth in the past five years and experienced treatment that amounted to obstetric violence. The study consisted of over 8,000 women um, and we are hoping to speak with some of the authors of the study early next year. So we'll be following this um, story here on 3CR, so stay tuned. All right, that's it for our news headlines this morning. We'll be back with our first song right after this. This New Year's Eve, Yarra's Edinburgh Gardens hosts a variety of fun, family-friendly activities featuring funk pop artist Leilani Lafleur, comedy icons Tripod, a pop-up cinema and food trucks from 2pm to the countdown. And don't forget to avoid bringing glass, take home excess rubbish and recycling, be COVID safe, respect the neighbours and clean up after your fur friends. Enjoy New Year's Eve at Edinburgh Gardens, Fitzroy North. Brought to you by Yarra City Council, a 3CR supporter. Welcome back to 3CR Tuesday Breakfast. We're going to start our music special off this morning with my favourite track from Little Sims' new album. Um, The album is called No Thank You and this track is Gorilla. Who got the keys to my blood clot? Mimar, big time driller, monkey to gorilla. Who is this woman that I'm seeing in the mirror? Drink 42 and smoke cigar. Name one time where I didn't deliver. Silent figure, I was just on the ends dropping gems with my friends. I got a 3310 and a pack of blems. Then got the gold full black circle back again. Rapping when nothing progressive was happening. Ooh, pain tolerance couldn't break us. Pay homage if you respect how we came up cool cool trying to get to the paper hitting from jamaica might do me a favor true big simmer dipping ten toes in that ice cold river bank got bigger been a different species tunes in a locker been waiting to unleash these it's a no show if you can't guarantee fees i ain't got one threat to consider heaven and earth attached to one pillar one, one. 
Rest in peace to Mac Miller. New Sims dropped to shake the whole shit up. What's next? We'll be here for months talking about prospects. Staying on my job, yes sir. When rain is against her, I'm river resistant on my polyester. Run through the jungle, they should have never let her. Cut some wounds, I hope never will fester. Mmm, yeah, big art collector, silent investor, film director. Beating on my chest, going ape shit, putting in a grave shit. Ain't like what you make it, yeah, it's. the jungle when they're all black fitted hat low incognito living introvert but she ain't timid my art will be timeless i don't do limits no. be very specific when you talk on who the best is how can i address this basically the rest is almost like to me what a stain to a best is you ain't drop nothing in my eyes i'm impressed with please don't be offended but i'm not in the business of pretending i've got lines if you want to get renting i'll find the agony on and get venting stop flooding my mentions with bullshit talking on sims like she's someone you went school with awkward from day you've been the cool kid rap starts hoping faith i'm restoring don't ask my opinion on shit cause to make you feel good about yourself is exhausting i got bangers out in the world soaring and i got bangers in the vault i've been hoarding yeah true i got tennis in the morning before i start swinging that man's gonna need a warning red light whenever i'm recording red light on the forehead of the informant see i'm the only one on gorilla sims is back here just got rilla yeah no choice now but to fill us i know the streets will love it like i brought my skin up so simmer down little homie simmer all that talk get you rubbed out quicker a cup with a different scissor from the same cloth as my dear ancestors that's why this shit gives you the shivers i'm that cold Gun higher. Higher. Gun higher. higher. Yeah, we are. Higher. Say what? Another woman, me and more. So I open up the way and now he adore. Did it on a wave, I don't play, get you seasick. Charged up, fully barred up, I'm unleashed in. That was Gorilla by Little Sims. The sun is shining, or at least it's attempting to. So get your picnic blankets out and gather your mates and stock up on your summer wine. So excited that our summer wine fundraiser is back. This year we're selling delicious wine generously provided by 3CR supporter Jamsheed Wines. Just $20 per bottle or you can snap up even more of a bargain by buying in a dozen or half dozen lots and mixes. Order online 3cr.org.au forward slash shop or call the station on 9419 8377 during business hours. Jamsheed Wines is a 3CR supporter.
So here you are, too foreign for home, too foreign for here, never enough for both. Pijoma Umbinyo Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Ayan every Monday at 2.30 p.m. on 3CR Community Radio. Alara is a powerful Yorta Yorta Winya. She's a storyteller, composer, director, producer, musician and soundscape designer. With humour and integrity, Alara uses the double bass and sound samples from country to weave textures for healing in her work, I Am Sovereign, I Am Free. Alara's innovative music speaks to black justice and sovereignty. Alara was also the recipient of the Archie Roach Foundation Award for Emerging Talent from Music Victoria in 2021 and is a founding member of Ensemble Dutala. Today we're revisiting an interview she did with us earlier in the year uh, to discuss her latest music project and upcoming tour. Welcome, Alara. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Good morning. Thanks for having me at um, bright and early 8am. Yes, so nice to hear from you. How are you going? I'm a bit sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you based this morning? I'm on um, the lands of the Jajavarong people and, um, yeah, in bed still, but um, it's good to be here. Yeah, great. Um, so you recently announced on Instagram that you'll be touring with Olenka Toroshenko later this month as part of your regional rekindled tour. Can you tell us a bit about that and how the project came to be? Yeah, of course. Um, I'm super excited. Olenka is an artist who I met at a kind of just random. Um, we were both at a festival called Nadi Nayara um, on Bruni Island, just off the um, <laughs> off the, the main <laughs> the mainland, the Tasmania. <laughs> um, and yeah, she she heard me play um, during my set. And she heard the song Rekindled Systems. And then the next day, I kind of stumbled across her set of poetry, spoken word. Um, and she was performing a piece called Walking to the Fire, which is a very, very intense um, piece about grief and, and death. Um, and, yeah, we kind of instantly became best mates. And a lot of time over that next, kind of 12 months her and her partner were traveling around but we met in like a few different places and um started to build yeah kinship and decided that we would perform a duet show at the northgate social club for the first fuse festival of march 2020 which got cancelled <coughs> and um yeah we've we've been trying to get a project off the ground, yeah, for yeah, three, two and a half, three years now, to share our kind of paralleled, like different but similar stories of um, resilience and survival. Um, Olenka is Ukrainian Canadian, so born in Canada, um, but you know all of her grandparents are from Ukraine, and so yeah. But when we started this project, the war. Um, or the reinvasion of Ukraine had not yet um, started this round, this time round. But um, it's been quite a process for us, and kind of 
thrown in a, a bunch of a bunch more grief than what we were expecting. So it's been a really difficult um, spiritual and grounding and honest process. Spending the last few weeks with her, kind of preparing what we're going to do for the two up. But yeah, we're we're going to be doing four shows uh, in regional Victoria, um, so-called Victoria, and then one final show, kind of a bit of an after-party and a bit of a celebration, which will be a part of the Black Stage um, event uh, at the Retreat Hotel. Mm. Um, thank you to Deadly Events and um, that Deadly Open Mic that's happening over there. No, yeah, that sounds incredible, Alara. Um, it sounds, yeah, as you were saying, some huge parallels with the way that you incorporate deeply personal storytelling um, um, with Alenka's practice as well. Yeah, and she's very funny. Like, Alenka <laughs> is multidisciplinary. Like, she's a clown, she's spoken word, she's a dancer, movement-based kind of artist, and spoken word singer. So it's, it's really fun working with her. Um, and we're both just like hectic on the banter, which is super fun. Because <laughs> usually it's just me alone, like <laughs> talking to the audience, like I have someone on stage with me, but it's really just me and other me. So mm. It's super fun, and she's very funny. And we've got a few special guests coming along with us for the tour, and then a few people, a few local people. Um, in each of the places, and maybe I could tell you about them. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear if, you, if you're able to share who these special guests might be. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got Corey Theatre, mm-hmm. um, who's an incredible um, Kundujmara um, Gunai singer-songwriter, and he sings in, in Gundij and writes in Gundij and, and English as well, but he's absolutely incredible. So he's based in... Um, on Ghana country in Adelaide, and so we're really excited for him to come along and, you know, get to get to share his work in language on on Gunditjmara country and and Ghana country. So he'll be on the two stops, Warrnambool and um, at Peralgan, Gippsland Performing Arts Centre. Um, so we're super excited to have him along, and he's um, cousins with Monica Jasmine Caro, who's based here. Um, and yeah, is and again like spoken word, singer songwriter, um, but is also an actor and and involved with with lots of different kinds of things. So Monica is amazing, um, and I've worked with her in lots of different kind of spaces in the last few years, particularly where we kind of co-founded with um, Mayland Slater Burns, the First Nations Women in Music Collective. Um, in Victoria and so yeah just stoked that she's on board and um, has so much to share and um, and then we've got Culture Evolved which is Brent Watkins mm, and cool. yeah and Uncle Sean um, Sean Ryan and so they yeah they're going to be doing what they do which is like dance and, and um, song and stage and um, they're just absolutely beautiful brother Brent has yeah, I've worked with him. Again, like all of these artists are just like we're we're connected up in so many different ways through so many different things and it's really exciting that we can all share this um tour and I'm just so grateful that they've all come on board. I was like in in early twenty twenty one I was like, Hey guys, wanna do a tour? We've got this like massive idea. <laughs> 
It was so good. And I think that really speaks to how powerful your performances are, Lara, because you form, you know, such beautiful, genuine connections with mob um, throughout our communities. Um, So I think, yeah, the audience will be in for a real treat. Sounds like such a powerhouse lineup. And then, like, for Bendigo, um, we're going to be having um, Beck and Mitch. I'm not sure what their performing names are. We're still working on some finer (laughs) details there. Um, And then we've got um, the beautiful brother, Bricky B, um, coming along for the Yorta Yorta show at Shepparton. And what else do we have? Yeah, we're going to hopefully have some dancers, um, local mob in every kind of spot. And then we've got um, workshops in all of the spots as well. Warrnambool, um, Geralgon, Shepparton and Bendigo, kind of sharing little bits of each of our, each of the kind of tour artists' own uh, creative and cultural um so that's going to be really, really fun and just hoping to, yeah, give back as well as kind of share what we have, but to, yeah, create a space where we can meet some people kind of more one-on-one and share what we do and hopefully leave some skills. Mm. Um, yeah, because that's really important. Yeah, no, I think that sort of multidisciplinary um a practice that you're bringing into the tour is going to be really incredible. Um, also, I wanted to ask you about your recent performance alongside G Flip at the AFL Grand, Fly- Grand Final. <laughs> that must have been a pretty surreal experience. How was that? That was really, really, really fun. Mm. Um, yeah, I've known G for years. Um, yeah, over 10 years. G was one of my first friends at uni. We both went to Box Hill Institute together and um, yeah, for, for me to receive a like, little voice note from Jean like a couple of weeks beforehand like just classic like voice note on Instagram being like hey Alara, I'm playing at the grand final. Do you want to um, play with me? I was like yes, absolutely I want to play with you. Um, so good. And, and your guitar, who, who designed your guitar? My guitar, my bass was made by Neil Kennedy and he makes basses um, that are now um, in in market. Like, I don't know words. <laughs> no, no words yet. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> yeah, that didn't come out how it would have at maybe 1pm. Um, but yeah, Neil Kennedy, beautiful bass maker and Cole Clark produces um, his designs. And so, yeah, this one is like one of the quite early ones that he made. Um, I think I got this one in about 2016. Um, yeah, and he, he just, yeah, got the, the artwork, <laughs> our Aboriginal flag put on there. Me and, yeah, the bass is like made especially for what I wanted, which is, yeah, like a five string and really super beautiful pickups and flat wounds. And I just love playing it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, for any of our listeners um, who didn't see the performance, it's this incredible bass guitar with the Aboriginal flag embedded onto the front facade. It's it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm. Um, yeah, that's and I also just um, wanted to ask, so you have a lot of exciting performances, obviously, coming up. Um, 
One including Meredith, though, and last time you played was with the late Uncle Archie. How are you feeling about this year's festival? I'm, um, I'm really excited about it. It's a lot of work. I've, I've curated, like, all my best friends' bands, so, like, all my best friends who are amazing musicians to, to play alongside me. But because they're so amazing, they are very busy <laughs> in high demand and, yeah, like finding some rehearsal dates has been a bit tricky, but yeah, super excited. We've we've got um, Daniel Marquez, Phoebe Ellsworth, Pataphysics, Basil Byrne, Aisha Mehta, um, and Mari Elias um, playing with me for that performance. So that's going to be I'm going to perform with them um, more so from my latest release, which is called Delana, which mm-hmm. is more instrumental based. Stuff and, and written kind of during lockdown but in a time when I really wanted to be playing with other musicians and wanting to be connecting so yeah we'll be playing some tunes off that and yeah two of those tunes were written uh, three of those tunes were written with the other with those artists um, in in lockdown you know they were sending me things from the computer like through the computer and we were kind of writing that way so yeah, super excited about that, and that was a that was a project that I did um, with Corey Thorpe, mm. Delana, and all of the pieces. It's four pieces, and each piece has its um, kind of family artwork that goes with it, and Cos painted, and we did um, time lapse videos of that, um, those paintings, and the music goes with the the videos of the artwork being created and those artworks are in Carlton's place. There's four artworks up and but yeah, wanting to share that music live with the full band of like kinda of how I intended it to be. But often people are asking me to do like bookings are often like solo or duo. But so yeah, super excited to play with the band and it will be it will be an emotional experience because the last time I was on that stage was with Uncle Archie and I'll be just feeling I think incredibly grateful for the the time that I got with him and getting to be on that stage there and yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um I, I'm yeah, super excited to see that performance. Um well, um I mean I could talk to you all day, but unfortunately that is actually all we have time for this morning. Um but before you go, if our listeners do want to attend one of your shows as part of the Rekindled Tour, where can they book tickets? The best place to book tickets is we've got a landing page um, and it's called rekindledsystems.com. Do do you want me to spell it out? Uh, We can actually put it in the show notes. Thank you. That's that's ideal. Yeah. (laughs) That's probably going to be the best option. Yeah, rekindledsystems.com. Or, yeah, you can, if you're following me on Instagram, um, go to my (laughs) link in bio. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Um, Yeah, really, really keen to hear how the tour goes um, and all the rest of your shows that you have planned for the year. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, sis. Bye. That was Alara chatting to us about her upcoming project, or rather her latest music project and upcoming tour. Next up, we're going to play you one of her tracks. This is her 2020 single, Rekindled Systems.
bonds with these ancient lands, descending bloodlines for centuries, mussels, fish, birds, berries, yams, our people used to feast, cooking in old ovens under great trees, who've watched our life cycles, custodial in style, on the Dungala riverbank, crystal clear, clean, free, from carp, that muddy bastard, he was never invited, surveyors marking acres and acres, missionaries and Jesus, with religious takeover, crown sort of saying, this land is free for the taking, so take it. But first, he needs his irrigation systems and the mass scare of the blacks here. Assimilation schemes devised to divide and dismantle our song line while our forefathers died on frontier lines.
That was Alara's 2020 single, Rekindled Systems. Make your gift giving meaningful this year with a festive gift from Children's Ground. A First Nations-led organisation, Children's Ground creates holistic, long-term change with First Nations children, their family and community. Choose from gifts designed by Children's Ground artists or our change-making digital gift cards. You'll receive a digital card to email or to print at home. It's the gift that's guaranteed to arrive on time. Go to childrensground.org.au to shop or learn more. Children's Ground is a 3CR supporter. Welcome back to 3CR Tuesday Breakfast. Um, we are going to chat now about our favourite gigs from, from 2022. Um, it's going to be hard to remember them all, actually. Um, but maybe I'll start. I think one of my favourite gigs from this year was going to see... Oh, actually, I have two. I have two. No, wait, I have three. <laughs> <laughs> That's acceptable. It's okay. Is that okay? Yes. Um, well, I went to see... Tuvalu at a uh, Swedish Swedish pop star um, at uh, Bill Billboards whatever it's called now 170 Russell 170. <laughs> and um, she was incredible high energy amazing vocals um, the whole crowd was dancing so loved her gig also went to see Goanna uh, in Bendigo celebrating their 40th anniversary of their album Spirit of Place and that was really incredible. Um, just like a history of activism through music, which was really amazing to see, but also a little bit sad to see that they're still, like their messages are still so relevant today because not, not much has changed, unfortunately. And my other favourite gig was Aldous Harding at the Recital Centre. She was so incredible, such a unique performer. Again, incredible vocals, and I think everyone was just like captivated by her performance. So... I know I said one, but I cheated and gave three. Um, Jasmine, how about you? What's been one of your favourite gigs this year? Mm, I also have a couple. Um, also at Boards, aka 170 Russell. Um, I saw Joe Crooks. She's amazing. Um, she's a soul singer from London. And um, yeah, it was just incredible. And yeah, all her backup singers and just like the whole band, they just created this really beautiful show. Um, also seeing Sampa at the forum. And I think thinking about seeing her a few years back at Footscray Community Arts Centre and just the way she's grown and her production is so incredible. Um, and then I think lastly, probably Leon Bridges and he performed at um, Beneath the Arts Centre. What's it called? Hamer Hall. Hamer Hall. <laughs> um, yeah. Also incredible and also just seeing how he's grown. So last time he was here, he was at the forum and just he's really come into his own as a performer um, and, yeah, great. Carnegie. Mm. That just made me think of, sorry, this is a slight tangent, but um, like I think nearly a decade ago, now that I'm thinking of it, we saw Sampa play at a record store in Collingwood before she was mm. Sampa. And we were so unbelievably mind-blown, and she was the tiniest little person, and she had to stand up 
on several desks so the people in the streets could see mm-hmm. her. Oh and that is, it's been one of my favourite gigs I've ever been to in Melbourne. Um, but that just reminded me of how much, yeah, you're so right, like she's grown so spectacularly as a musician. Oh, and it's amazing. Yeah. And just the, like her stage production yeah. is just mm-hmm. mind-blowing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Absolutely. Um, I think my top two favourite gigs this year, one was, of course, First and Forever. I think that's so high up because I just went to it, so it's really fresh in my mind. But it was, I think, one of the best gigs I've ever been to because of the general vibe. Um, it had just an most the most spectacular lineup, And for most of the show, there wasn't really... Um, like different artists it was almost like people were just joining each other on stage which was so great to watch different artists collaborate Um, and watching King Stingray headline was also just incredible Um, and the other one was probably Camp Cope to be honest Um, I'm a huge fan so I loved every second of it and Kelly was pregnant playing bass and she's such a boss and that was really great to watch. So I'd say they're my top two. Yeah, Cam Cope are always so amazing to watch live. Ivka, how about you? Uh, I also found it really hard to choose just one. I feel like after the previous two years, I tried to say yes to as many gigs or shows or outings that I could, potentially sometimes too many, but it was definitely worth it. Last week we spoke about Meredith, and I think that does have to be... My highlight of the year, the energy of the crowd was really good and all of the music was um, amazing. I wanted to give a special shout out to Sharon Van Etten who played on the Saturday night as the sun was going down. I got goosebumps, all of my friends were around me, it was really nice. I was really hoping she would play my favourite song, which is a duet with Angel Olsen and she... Did not. I was sad but understood, you know, it's a shorter set. And my sisters had been to her sideshow at the Northcote Theatre the night before and they told me that she was saying she only ever plays it with Angel. She'll never play it just on her own. Um, But a musician had reached out to her, I guess, on social media or whatever, um, saying they were also in town and really wanted to sing the song with her. And so they did. And it was Brandon Flowers from The Killers. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's really beautiful. So I was like, I should have gone to the sideshow. But, yeah, it sounds amazing. I wish, actually, I haven't even looked if there's footage of it or anything. Because I'm trying to imagine that that duet. It's not going to be as good as the original, obviously. I could see it working in its own way. I feel like it could. And I didn't know The Killers were in town. But they were, and yeah, my sisters got to see that at the beautiful Northcote Theatre, so I was pretty jealous of that. That sounds pretty special. Well, we're going to play that song for everyone now. So this is Like I Used To by Sharon Van Etten and Angel Olsen. Show. 
that was Like I Used To by Sharon Van Etten and Angel Olsen. Listeners of 3CR Breakfast may recall that uh, last month, actually, 3CR held Music Feast, which was an amazing gig um, put on at the Brunswick Ballroom featuring artists such as Cherry Reds, Lady Lash, um, Kutcher Edwards. It was an incredible day. Well, we're so lucky to be joined this morning by Emily and Poppy from the Cherry Reds um, to talk a bit about the live music scene um, and maybe what's in store for, for their group in 2023. So welcome to breakfast, Emily and Poppy. Good morning, Paul. Morning. Morning. Um, Emily, I might start with you. Can you tell us a bit more about the Cherry Reds, um, who's in your group and how you all got started? Yeah, so um, the first and sort of uh, the kind of pivotal kind of creative mind in the band is a friend of ours, Rachel Wilson. So she's a songwriter and guitarist and singer and has been um, writing songs and um doing solo projects and she wanted to get um, sort of more elaborate, I suppose, in her compositions. And so she's got sort of a great storytelling um, style of songwriting. Um, she sort of, yeah, she uses real life stories to kind of, and sort of almost like some of it is like morality tales really to um, of things she's learned in her years um, as a woman about town. And um, so we loved those, the sound of that and she, and I have been singing together for years in a cappella sort of settings and choirs. I was her singing teacher um, many, many decades ago. Um, so we've been long-term friends, and so she needed um, people to collaborate with, and Poppy was one of the first. She's um, a guitarist. My partner's a guitarist and became her lead guitarist, which was very exciting. So, And Poppy's here if you want to... Um, you should say something about how you met Rachel. Oh, sure. Morning, everybody out there on Radio Land. Um, you know, I, I met Rachel through Emily and, uh, yeah, we, back in, um, summer of 2019, uh, we were hanging out and we talked about Rachel had already been performing solo, um, around town quite a bit and, and getting her songs out there and was really working hard on her songwriting and you know, I was really impressed with what I'd heard and yeah, she asked if I was interested in having a listen and seeing if I could hear anything uh, to contribute to her music so I was really thrilled that she asked me and um, yeah have enjoyed have enjoyed working with her and we've got a beautiful drummer who's um, interestingly Joe Franklin is an um, alumni 3CR presenter she used to do Dykes on Mike um, <laughs> and Heidi is um, our bass player and I don't know if Heidi has an association with um, 3CR as much as with Friends of the Earth so there's lots of crossover in terms of community and connection with the station so we were really happy the five of us to be a part of the, the celebration on the 27th of November that was really great yeah, yeah, and I think that was really obvious for the audience as well um, it was really clear from my perspective at least that you all love making music together and performing together that was really clear and it made for such a nice atmosphere so I do just want to say thank you for that um, Emily you were saying that Rachel loves to tell stories through music and um and I just want to uh, give a special shout out to um your song I want to hold you um I thought that was such a beautiful beautiful song with such amazing yeah. melodies and and I feel like the story was um was so beautiful and touching as well so just a 
yeah, just a quick shout out to that song. I think um, I think we learnt a lot too. So Rachel's um, mum was falling into dementia and sort of you know, that sort of slow falling away of person the person you know into sort of the latter stages of that illness, and then and she passed away a fair few years ago now. But Rachel took um, a year off work to to grieve really well, and because well, basically she was in so much grief that she kind of needed that time. And I think that really solidified a lot of her understandings of what it is to grieve, you know, beloved parent. And also, you know, that obviously comes through in, in her um, depth of songwriting around that process. So it really does speak often to people. People cry when we perform that song and mm. it connects them to their own parental story. I'm, we're sort of, you know, I'm in my 50s and Pops is in their late 40s and Rachel's similar to my age. And we are watching our parents age and pass away and it's similar for a lot of the people in the audience, I suppose, have lost someone to that particular slow um, decline of mental capacity and um, it's very, yeah, it's beautiful to have that, um, yeah, that song for everyone to be able to feel those feelings, I think, yeah. Yeah, and to be able to have that shared experience as well because grief can be quite lonely um, and so to be able to be in a room full of people who have had or are going through similar experiences um, and to be, you know, pulled together by these beautiful melodies is something really special. Um, Poppy, I wanted to ask you, I guess, what's important for you when you're making music? Mm, nice, interesting question. Um, yeah, uh Sometimes it takes me a while to come up with the right part for for Rachel's songs. Um, so I feel like each song has has something has the right part, if that makes sense. So it's it's time uh, to listen, listen deeply, and listen back to yourself and try out new ideas and and things like that. So um, it's it's important for me to have the time to be able to work on. On music and you know, let things sit. Um, yeah, I guess that would be something that's reasonably important to me. And that it's, you know, it's got to be interesting, it's got to be catchy, uh, it's got to be fun. So yeah, I try and bring a bit of that to the to the cherry songs. Um, yeah, and just um, feel like a lot of myself a lot of it's still they're always still works in progress I'm always tinkering I listen back and I'm like oh maybe I'll play this note here instead or something like that just to always sort of what can I do to improve it so or just bring that little bit more to it yeah it sounds like um it's just constantly a, a process and a, a very reflective process yeah absolutely absolutely and you know listening to yourself back sometimes you know it takes <laughs> A bit of courage, and you know, because it's not always um, a, a pleasant experience. Because you can hear things, you're like, "Oh, I thought I was a bit playing it a bit more on the mark than that." But no, it is um, it is really humbling to be able to, um, you know, play at an amazing venue like Brunswick Ballroom, and you know, have a full crowd there, and you know, everyone really appreciative and a listening crowd. Um, it was just such a wonderful gig. We really enjoyed ourselves, and we're just so thankful to get the opportunity. Yeah, well, speaking of which, Emily, do you have any gigs uh, coming up in 2023? 
Uh, we're hoping to do well. This is um, we're hoping to do a recording in the first part of the next year. So we've um, yeah, we don't have a record or a, anything to release at this point. So um, it's really great to be able to film and record the the live set. That's a start, but next year we'll try and get into the studio. So that's a bit of a focus to record the songs that we've got. We've probably got an album's worth of songs ready to go. Um, So that's the first part project. But, yeah, stay tuned, and we'll let you guys know at 3CR um, when when we're back playing live. I think February last year we um, did a gig outdoors (laughs) in our garden. We've played house concerts. We've played warehouses um, for our friends and and colleagues. And and, um, so we're sort of... We're on the beginning of the journey, um, which has been um, disrupted, I suppose, by lots of COVID in the last three years. I think, yeah, Pops was saying they started in 2019. I came on board a bit later with the backing harmonies. But, um, yeah, we, we're getting there now. We've got some, we've got a, you know, head of steam. We've learnt <laughs> a bunch of songs and we're ready to put them down and, and start to travel a little bit with it. We'd like to tour around and maybe do some of the festivals, the folk festivals or the... Um, Original music, places where there's room for original music will fit up, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing you play live again and and, um, playing your recording when it comes out. So, yes, please uh, keep us in the loop. Um, I'd like to just end the interview by asking each of you what music means to you. I know that's a very big question. Um, so that could be listening to music or talking about music or writing music, playing music, whatever it means to you. But, uh, Emily, what does music mean to you? Um, I, when I did a radio show on 3CR, I had um, the pleasure of interviewing a local artist called Kirsty Seguazi, and she'd gone from being a solo artist to being in a band. It was a kind of punk trio band, and... Um, and she sort of said that. I always love this quote. She said that playing on your own is like masturbating, and playing in a group is like group sex. And so it was like this this lovely thing that she was discovering um, and enjoying about the connection. So that when you get multiple people playing music at the same time and working towards that that goal, it is like flying. Um, it's like letting go and being completely in the moment, using every sense: your ears, your eyes, your, you know. I'm sure there's a sense of smell in there as well, but um, to, to get that shared experience. So for me, music is community, and it's about doing it with people I care about and love and um, and harmonising and sort of being able to almost slow time so that you can make those finite decisions about the notes you're going to choose or the rhythms you're going to use because you've, you've got it. You've got it in the bag. You're in the moment, and you can do it together because you're able to respond in real time. Yeah, I love that. I love that. As someone, as, yeah, as someone who, um, as someone who played, uh, cello and piano when I was younger, I always preferred playing cello in ensembles because I loved that group community aspect to it. Um, and Poppy, how about you? Yeah, it's hard to follow on from that. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything as, uh, <laughs> used to say. Um, yeah, look, playing in a band and being connected and being with all the girls is just such a... Uh, I just love it. It really brings a huge amount of value and commitment to my life. Um, I love playing guitar. I love um, working hard at my guitar. And it, it means, for me, you know, I've sort of got that relationship with music where it's, um, 
you know, I have times when I, I do play and it's, or listen and it's, it's a solo experience. So to use Emily's analogy, um, which is really important to me, um, to have that, to listen deeply. Um, I really like to listen deeply to music with, you know, headphones and I love exploring music and finding new music and you know, I like interesting music and I'm, um, and, but then also, you know, being a musician, getting on the guitar, you know, I love, um, I love bringing something uh, in that collaborative way to you know a song and just going yeah that that's the right part for that that really lifts it and that really um, um, brings the song and makes the song what it needs to be so I yeah after Emily's analogy I'm just going to leave mine there so yeah thanks for the deep question first thing in the morning Paul. <laughs> Well, that was a beautiful answer and yeah, there's something so special about creating something so magical with the people that you love and putting it out there, sharing it with the world, especially when there are so many ugly things happening. Um, and Emily, I don't think I'll be able to think about solo and group, uh, performances or music, uh, in any other way. So thank you for that. <laughs> Um, that's all we have time for this morning, but before we go, uh, I would love for you to introduce uh, your song for us. We're going to play Drinking from the Well, and this was recorded at Music Feast. So uh, would one of you like to tell us a bit about the song before we uh, play it? Um, so Drinking from the Well is um, one of Rachel's, Again, that, that she takes that time I was describing to deeply reflect on experiences. And she was noting her own state of mind um, and just sort of, I suppose, checking herself about dissatisfaction and, and, um, and not having, um, not finding the joy in things and experiences. So I suppose this is, yeah, she talks a lot about resentment in the lyric and, um, and what she was sort of acknowledging in her own thinking and sort of, I suppose, checking that thinking and saying, you know, why am I like this? How can I bring a different perspective so that my life can have more access to joy? And I'm not sure if this song came in that time of grief that I was describing before, definitely around that time. Um, so, yeah, I suppose it's, it's an opportunity when we slow down at this time of year, as some people might get some, some time off paid work or time to be somewhere else, travel, that we could do that to ourselves, check out, check our thinking and check is there anything we can do to adjust our experience of every day um, to make it that we don't resent people around us or loved ones. Um, and, yeah, like you said, to find those moments of joy. And they can be in the dark places, and I think Rachel takes us there with her songwriting. Um, and it's not, she's not ashamed of those darker emotions either. She lets them, she sort of airs them. Um, so, yeah. This is about that. Well, thank you so much for that um, intro. Um, and thank you, Emily and Poppy, for joining us on 3CR Breakfast this morning. We look forward to seeing uh, more of the Cherry Reds next year. Thanks, Paul. We'll come and talk to you live when we're all in the same city. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. So this is the Cherry Reds with their song, Drinking from the Well. Drinking from the well of resentment again Drinking that water down Thinking I've been mistreated again That old familiar crowd well, This is a story 
That was the Cherry Reds with their song Drinking from the Well, which was uh, recorded live at 3CR Music Feast from November this year. Next up, we have a very exciting in-studio guest. Um, we have Sophie Jest, who is a singer and songwriter based in Nam and is the front person of punk rock band Rub. Um, Sophie is joining us in the studio this morning to talk about their music, the punk scene in Melbourne, and what's coming up for Rub. Welcome to the show, Sophie. Hello. It's so nice to be here. Thank yeah. you for having me. Oh, we're so pleased to have you. We love in-studio guests, especially musicians. Yes. Um, so tell us about your journey with Rub. How did it come about? So Rub started off as a lockdown project, as I feel like all good punk music of 2022 did. Um, we, so I was, yeah, locked in our house in Coburg. My partner and I were just feeling really kind of frustrated and I'd previously been doing more of a synth wavy project that was quite complex. And then by the time the second lockdown came around, I was like, I can't focus on anything that isn't just kind of three power chords and some screaming. So that's really how it happened. (laughs) That sounds exactly right for punk. Um, (laughs) What are some of the themes you explore in your songs? So it started off that the first iteration of Rub was actually called Bitch. And it it was named because of, um, so Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, um, she, or AOC, she was speaking about how she had been called a bitch on the steps to um, so, something in Washington, I can't remember, the Senate or something. And um, she had said in this in this speech that she then gave to the Senate that she was used to being called a bitch because she was a working class, she grew up working in pubs in Brooklyn, and like for her, that was not a big deal, but she kind of like... Th- sort of I'm kind of butchering this explanation but she kind of explains about how it was yeah it, that was her word and even though this man meant it to her this kind of man said it under his breath as this horrible thing she was like this is something that I've, I'm used to I, I work the yeah. bar and I was thinking about that and I was like man <clears throat> like I I'm somebody who is a huge believer in feminism in an intersectional way that's moving away from that sort of like white upper middle class feminism and so I was like that kind of idea is something that I want to explore and it kind of came from that iteration so I think I started off with some kind of more like classic feminist punk songs I'm wanting to expand that a little bit and make it a bit more kind of um not inclusive because feminism is for everybody but just this idea of like um pushing the boundaries um left-wing politics kind of um issues of class issues of race um all of those things yeah awesome um What's the punk scene sort of like in Nam at the moment? You know, I think of, when I think of punk, I think of the punk I grew up with when I was young, which is from kind of a different era almost. Um, Can you just talk to us a bit about what it's like now? Yeah, I think so. I kind of have grown up in a slightly different scene to what I would say Rub is now in. The scene that I grew up in was more kind of like emo hardcore and... um, dominated by cis het men white men i know shocking um and while like that you know there have been bands that have pushed through it's usually just like a female front person and that kind of thing but and, and look i have respect for that that kind of that that yeah that kind of um scene raised me but in terms of what i'm wanting to do with rub and i think what exists in nam now is this way more intersectional exciting scene so um 
a lot of women, um, a lot of queer people, a lot of um, people pushing the boundaries. I was speaking with, um, we had rehearsal last night and I was speaking with um, Olivia, who I play with. She's the best. And she was saying that we're trying to organize a show with a band called Worst Nurse and they're five women who are all nurses and just play like ripper punk music. And so like, that's what I'm trying to, trying to do. Like there's a band called baby mullet who are these two women. Um, and, um, just this idea of, yeah, that let's just play with people that aren't cis white men. Well, you can't, I mean, you know, you need somebody as hardcore as a nurse to be making <laughs> punk. Yeah, literally. I, mean? I was like, oh, I'm like, what? They're all going to be so cool and so hard. Like, imagine, especially after COVID, like, oh, that's some. Yeah, yeah exactly. And been I through some like, shit. Yeah, and like the, the groups of people you're talking about are the ones I feel who have a lot to be angry about. And mm. punk is like, you know, a really great avenue to yeah. let out your anger. It's true. And I think like what I, I had a really awesome conversation with. A friend of mine who tattoos me, actually, and he runs a label called Winter Garden Records, and that's also a huge part of the punk scene in Melbourne. And he um, he's the best. His name's Spider. He was in a whole lot of bands growing up in Sydney, um, and he's a cis-ed white man. And we were talking about music, and he said, because I was asking him about his previous projects, and he was like, you know what, I've realized that no one really needs to hear a cis-ed white guy screaming at them anymore. So, guys, I've kind of retired my bands. I'm just doing a label now. And I was like, ah, you're amazing. I mean, obviously, I do want to hear what he has to say. But the fact that he's just now being this kind of person to um, elevate other people, I love. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's what you use your position in society for. Yes. I think, so. I think that's also very, very punk. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it's a whole new definition of punk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, has it helped you with providing an outlet for your anger and your feelings? It's wild. And I feel like I'd always heard people say, you know, oh, like music's the best, blah, blah, blah. And I'd always kind of, like I've always been musical. Um, I grew up really religiously. So for me, the music that I was first around was like, like gospel, not even gospel music. It was kind of like, like born again Christian hymns. Um, yeah. So that I've always been musical. I played the flute. I played, you know, cello growing up, but I feel like the first, yeah, hell yeah, Jello. The first time that I fought, like fully was like, oh, this is catharsis was honestly during lockdown. And now it's become this thing where it's a huge thing for my mental health. If I'm feeling frustrated or sad or even just like lost, I will just think to myself, okay, let's just, what am I doing with the band? Am I, I'm going to do maybe some drawing for some zines. I'm going to do some lyric writing. I'm just going to even just sit down and play guitar. And it's become this thing now that like, I almost need, and it it's weird, because I've always heard this throughout my life, but I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not even necessarily doing it for other people anymore. I'm like, I actually need to do this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I was at your first sold-out gig <laughs> last month, and it was incredible. Also, um, amazing that it happened in Scorpio season. I feel that was fitting. Oh, let's talk about it. Let's. <laughs> so... Carnegie, this is literally, it was, I was at my most powerful. I know. And, yeah. I felt it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. It honestly was meant to be. And as soon as we booked that show, I was like, it's Scorpio season. Like, this is perfect. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Did you get a lot of feedback from that show? I feel like the energy was so good in that room. It. Oh, I'm so glad that you thought that. I had a really, really amazing time. I, we did, so we played at Nighthawks, we were the opening band, 
And in the lead up had been kind of a bit chaotic because there was a band that was headlining that had to pull out. And so there ended up being, I think it was a bill of three, including us. And everyone was really excited. Like we wanted to make sure the show went ahead still, even though the band had couldn't play. And we realized just before we had to play that we had sold it out. And I think it was like maybe a 70 or 80 cap room. And there was a little sold out sign at the bottom. And people later told me that they were watching from the stairs yeah. on the lead up. And then we had the best show ever. And then as soon as we finished, people kind of left. And then they took the sold out sign down. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, oh, no, we're never going to get invited back. But, um, it, you know, first show, people always come and watch. It's like a big kind of thing to support. But it's one of the m- most fun I've ever had. And for the first time ever, I felt like, because I have like, you know, as does everybody who I feel like is creative and plays music, like, you know, anxiety and depression or whatever, like, you know, the sort of <laughs> checkbox of mental health issues. But um, but I, for like the first time in so long in performing, I didn't feel anxious at all. I was just like on one. And I feel like later we were talking about it. And some of the band had some feedback and, you know, different things. And I was like, I don't even want to hear it. I had such a good time. I think I just blacked out, but in the best way. And I was like, I just, I have to do that again. Uh, yes, 100%. <laughs> you need to do that again. Um, what's in store for Rub next year? So we're going into the studio to record in January. Um, we are hoping, we were actually having this chat last night, we're hoping to do some shows early next year and then do an EP launch maybe around April. Um, I'm really excited because we've already had some, I think maybe just word of mouth, I don't really know, but some venues have actually reached out to us and offered to put us on. So I'm really excited for next year. Amazing. Yeah. I can't wait. If people want to know more and follow you, where can they follow you? So they can find us on Instagram. So it's at rub, R-U-B dot punk um we're also on Bandcamp. um i think it's the same rub punk and also yeah we'll be putting out some music nothing's on spotify or apple music yet but we'll put out our ep when we get it done and we'll also be having a zine that'll be available online and all those places that's so exciting we will of course link to all of that in our show notes later today um Sophie, we're going to play a song by Rob next. Did you want to introduce it? Yes. Oh, amazing. This song is called Nice. Um, I indicated before about my religious upbringing. This is an, an ode to that. Um, I think, yeah, I'd always kind of been complimented when I was younger and even at, you know, early adulthood as being, oh, Sophie, she's so nice. And the tagline for this is, I don't want to be nice anymore. Amazing. Um, with that, we're going to play Nice by Rob. Sophie, thank you so much for joining us on the show this morning.
Feels Nice by Rob. Tuesday Breakfast would like to thank our friends at Living Coco for their support of the program. Living Coco puts community first by respecting food sovereignty. Based in Braybrook, they create bean to bar chocolates, cacao tea, intentional drinking cacao and cacao mass in bulk. A zero waste manufacturing space, Living Coco ethically sourced cacao from over 130 domestic village farms in Samoa. They are at livingcoco.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Three CR would like to thank our sponsors, Earth Greetings, cards that connect, care, and celebrate. Support wildlife and habitat with every purchase. Inspired by nature, giving back to the planet. Learn more at earthgreetings.com.au. Welcome back to 3CR Breakfast. Uh, we just had Sophie from the punk band Rub in the studio, and they, um, yeah, they were speaking about the importance of the feminist punk scene, um, making music during lockdown, and we also just played their song called Nice. Well, we're heading towards the end of our show, but um, maybe we could chat about what gigs or concerts we're looking forward to going to in the future. Ivka, have you got anything planned for 2023 or any artists that you would love to see here in Nam? Oh, so many. Um, I feel like a broken record, but I'm going to Golden Plains. That is, that is all I talk about on this show, but I'm very excited for that one. Uh, Coco Roco and Angel Olsen, who we played earlier, uh, will be playing. So very excited about that. And then artists I would love to see. It's ambitious, but if Salt could do a tour. Yes. I don't know how they would envisage that, given there's the mystique around a lot of their identities. But they did post on Instagram a few weeks ago something like, if you we were to do a live show, what songs would you want to see? Wildfires, definitely. All of them. Or just their whole catalogue, yeah, their yes. whole discography. But I'm hoping that that little, little Easter egg means that they're planning something pretty big. That would be incredible. Um, I second that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I am going to see Rina Sawayama in January, which I'm really excited about. Um, but yeah, artists that I would love to see here. Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul, I would love to, to see live because her voice is so incredible. Um, Carnegie, who are you going to see in 2023? So I'm going to see Hachi in January, which I'm incredibly excited for. I feel like dream pop is a very underrated <laughs> genre that I'm a huge personal fan of. Um, and Hachi absolutely kills it. So really looking forward to that. Um, and then Valis Alps is playing in March, who also I would love to see. Um, so maybe that. I'd also just like to go to more local gigs and 
discover new artists. I feel like with COVID, it's been really difficult to do that. And, Mm. you know, listening to Sophie speak to us just now about starting music projects during lockdown, there's probably so many artists out there who are doing Mm. incredible work. Um, Yeah, so more of that, I reckon. Definitely more of that. Awesome. Well, we're going to go to a quick break and then we will be back with some more music right after this. Accented women. It seems so obvious to me that if you live in a, in a completely violent um, cultural milieu that it's going to translate into every aspect of women's lives. Accented women. What's a border? They don't see it like a big wall right along the... How can people live ordinary lives when they're living in such an extraordinary situation where there are, two, where there are armies there and terrorists there and such conflict every single day of their lives? Accent Women. A show by and about women from culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds. On Community Radio 3CR. It's almost summer, and I can't wait for the Sporting Record Summer Series. We're able to stretch our legs with four one-hour episodes, starting on Thursday the 22nd of December at the normal time of 4pm. We have some very interesting guests lined up for you, so don't miss it. Every Thursday at 4pm here on 855 3CR. You're on 3CR Tuesday Breakfast, and this is our music special for our last live show for the year. Um, we were just talking about the shows we're going to be seeing next year. I'm going to be seeing Hachi in January, so we're going to play you a song by Hachi, who is a singer-songwriter from Mianjin. Um, this one's called Disenchanted.
That was the song Disenchanted by Hachi. We're going to play another song for you now. This is by Moona, and it's a cover of a Britney Spears song. It's called Sometimes. was the song Sometimes covered uh, by Moona, originally a Britney Spears song. Well, that is all we have time for this morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our last live show for 2022. We hope you enjoyed all the music this morning. We'll be back early next year with our first live show, um, but from next week we'll be having a summer special. So that's it from us. Bye. Bye. See you next year. 3CR Breakfast would like to thank the New International Bookshop, Melbourne's independent radical bookstore and venue, for their financial support of this program. You can find Nibs in the basement of Trades Hall in Victoria Street, Carlton. And while you're there, check out Radical Coffee, a worker-run cooperative cafe in the courtyard.
Keep up to date with upcoming events at nibs.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.